Welcome. We are the Projectile Lunchcast, a group of friends with a combined professional video games industry experience of over 20 years. More importantly, we have collectively been discussing video games for close to a century, including during most of our lunch breaks. People forced to witness these arguments kept telling us to just get a room and make a podcast. So that's what we did. We don't think they had any idea what they were bargaining for, yet here we are. And we couldn't be more excited to have you, dear listener, join us on this adventure. Welcome back to Projectile Lunchcast episode 17. My name is Marcel and I'm uh, delighted to be here today with Matthew. Hello. I've got no lunch to cast today because I haven't eaten it yet. So, um, yeah. Congratulations. And with Richard. They let you guys eat here? No. They just keep me in a small box. Like the like the gimp from? Well, I mean, I was thinking more like, you know, Pop a fiction? mental box. But if you wanted to bring oh. it into like a... Okay. Talking oh, of small boxes. Yeah. Is that what we're talking about? Small boxes? Almost. But before we talk about that, mm-hmm. I would like okay. to bring back the time-honored, and by by, me, by which I mean we've done it once before, episode of, uh, uh, sorry, tradition, of remembering one older game per episode, specifically because the two gentlemen that are joining me today are slightly older. But but I am oh. going to put on the on the segue board, I'm going to put a big, big mark for you, because that was a wonderful the segue. Box, it was good. It was yeah. good. We're going to get to the boxes in a second. <laughs> Just had to get back so um, this episode is coming out. Let me check uh, on uh, the twenty fourth of October. Yeah, which uh, is thirteen years since the first Marvel Ultimate Alliance game came out. Is, is this happened? Which one have you played? It no, I have, I'm sorry. You have Richard. Yeah, is this, is this the one after X Men? X Men Legends Two. Yes. Yeah, the it was third X Men by, by Raven Software. Raven. Yeah. No, Ultimate Alliance was was all right. I loved it. Yeah. I, f- I finished that game several times. And I think it was like really the first time I actively engaged with comics. Yeah. Comic characters. Okay. And now I know I'm an avid comics reader. So, so Ultimate Alliance got you into... Mm, it was the first time where I thought like maybe it's not as dumb as I think. As I previously thought like all these guys running around in spandex. If you played Lego Batman first, would that have made you a DC fan? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, uh, like, so like, as far as DC goes, like the, the Bat family, like the, the Batman verse of yeah. characters, they're kind of cool. Everybody else in DC, I'm like, mm. I would say like Batman's mm, kind of cool. Put those on the pants away. Whenever somebody else shows up, I'm like, nope. He has he has a great like Batman has great villains. Do you do you not find right? And this is a general question about superheroes that Superman just undermines everything. Yeah, it's really annoying. I, I don't know. It's just if you have Superman present, like everyone else might as well just go home. Right. Right, yeah. He, I mean, he, it's kind of like me in this, in this podcast. <laughs> Isn't you should just go home? Or like if read, you're here. Read it however uh, you yeah, see okay. fit. Yeah, okay. I was going to... Yeah, however like, you see I fit. get it. It's Happy similar in that when you show up, I know the story is not going to be any good. Fair enough. No, I mean, they, they, they've only... I agree. They only really use Superman good if it's something like Injustice or, or you know, where he's just straight up the bad guy or something where they have to deal with that. I mean, because dealing with a guy that can do everything, it's really hard to write anything good for him. Yeah, and it's got like one, there's one get out, which is Krypton, Kryptonite. Krypton, which is, cracks me up because it's from across the gap. I know I'm going to get some angry comic comic people like, actually, they came over on the ship with him, but like everybody finds it. Everybody finds it and makes something out of it. Like every every other character has a Kryptonite ring. Yeah. I mean, there's a Three Doors Down song about it, so it can't be good. I quite like seeing that song on Rock Band. <laughs> I have to say. Our, our resident uh, Three Doors Down enthusiast. When I was five, though, Superman was the best thing ever. You know what? You know what yeah. You, when you're a kid, you know, because it's the, it's, it's the kind of Stark example, right? Yeah. But I think, uh, I think the cool oh, thing... Tony. The Tony Stark example. Well, he was in Wu-Tang, so... The, um, Wu-Tang Clan? Yeah, Tony Stark, Ghostface Killer. His actual name. Okay. Um, there was a Wu-Tang Clan game. There was there was almost a Wu Tang Clan game. No, I thought there was one. No, there was almost a uh, what was it Sha- Shaolin style? Yeah, Legend of Shaolin or something. Like, I don't know. Yeah, they they were gonna make a a Wu Tang game. It was a fighting game. There's like a demo out there where you can see some of the stuff, but that ended up becoming Thrill Kill. Okay. A different fighting game. So like it got it got pretty far, and then they pulled out and they turned that game into into a similar fighting game with like no name characters. 
Okay. But yeah, not not to not to go off on seventeen tangents to match our episode. But yeah, Ultimate Alliance was dope. I think it was one of the what, was that the one that started. I don't know if it was X Men that started it, but one of the things I really dug about those games that that sometimes carry on into my favorite parts, like like Arkham Asylum does it a lot too. Is like the the really kind of far reaching alternate costumes or like hidden digs or like putting in characters that are not. Uh, Super well known. I mean, there, there's a ton of hidden ca- cost, like unlockable costumes. There is a lot of characters I had never heard about before. Yeah, like Arcade, for example. Yeah, yeah. Like the villain. Right. So that was well, kind of cool. A, he had a he had a Genesis game. I think he was a bad guy in the X Men Genesis game. Do I look like I had a Genesis? <sighs> Missing out. That would have made you a comic book fan way earlier. Okay, so yeah, what are we talking about, Matt? Little boxes. That's what you said. It's like, That's what we said. It's like the disco thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, today we want to talk about uh, one of the most overused buzzwords in the video games industry. I think in tech in general, but especially in the video games industry. Next gen. It's next gen. What is next gen, Richard? Next gen is hype. Star Trek with Picard. It's the, the real Star Trek. Yeah, it's the Picard of consoles. So Wait, did you just say William Shatner is not a real Star Trek? I wasn't. I was too too young for. For that. It's the first time ever Matt has been too young for something. I want to see you, Marcel, sit through Star Trek the motion picture. And you can't you can't bring your phone in with you. Why? Because it's it's three hours long. It feels like it's seven hours long. My, uh, yeah, my interpretation of that, that era is is more in, in the music that both Leonard Nimoy and William Shatner have produced. Uh the the pop music. <laughs> the Rocket Man. Um, yeah. So like cigarette Rocket, Rocket Man. Man. Oh, yeah. Nimoy's music is also a trip. If you guys out there, out there in the listener verse, give give Leonard Nimoy's music at Google, and also pay him tribute in Seaman, the amazing Dreamcast game. That, that's like that was next gen. That was a next gen thing at the time. But I mean, like, so you look at it, next gen is pretty much the the console. It is a console thing, right? You rarely have a you have generations of of chipsets in in PC, but it's usually not like. As, as stark as that so so consoles get kind of long in the tooth and god knows every every review i've seen for control on ps ba- uh, base ps4 would suggest that these consoles are a little long in the tooth so they they come out with new consoles and you know they, we, we all know they, they come out uh together like uh they're not they're not far behind where does that expression actually come from long in the tooth long you in the tooth is for beavers uh, a lot of animals actually because you can tell how old they are by their teeth Oh, I thought it was because like beavers always had to like their, their teeth never stopped growing. That's right. Yeah, I think rat teeth also grow, so that's why I keep gnawing on things. This is why like people me. look. People download this for the video games. They walk away with beaver facts. Human noses <laughs> keep Human growing. No- yeah, they keep growing. So Your that, ears, right? Yeah, ears and noses. Who does that? Humans. Humans ears and noses just keep on growing. So I mean, whereas as you know, everything else gets smaller. That- <laughs> The time makes fools of us all. But uh, growing noses is is also a great theme for next gen because next there's gen. always a lot of lies and pine in the sky. Exactly. That was a nice segue. Thank you. Put one on the board for me. I will. I will take. So this yeah. Um, so uh, as it's looking right now, yeah. probably Christmas season, holiday season next year. Uh, there's going to be two new consoles. Yeah, we are one year there's away. There's the just announced PlayStation Five. I mean, they announced before. Obviously, they're working on the next console. They very recently announced it's going to be called PlayStation Five. That's a big surprise to me. Which I think was a major shock to to no one except that one tribe of people living very deep in the Amazon rainforest that aren't free from the curse of social media. Even they knew. I think they, they knew. knew. Yeah, they were shooting. They were shooting bow and arrows at like uh, planes flying overhead. And they're like, "It's PS 5 <laughs> So yeah, that was like, that was hilarious to me when, it, when the guy was like, "Yeah, you know, like it's it's been a huge stone lifted off my shoulders. So I can say the name PlayStation Five, and everybody's like, "Dog, that's all right." That's the heaviest have, stone on your shoulders. <laughs> you, sh- you shouldn't have suffered. It's it's all right. But they, they they haven't announced the name of the controller yet. They're just saying. There's a obviously you know a, a next gen controller, but they haven't mentioned yet whether it's called the, the DualShock Five. So yeah, yeah, we'll see. I mean, there's four other DualShock, so they could really go anywhere. Yeah. They should the, the Quad Shock. Two more, two two more vibrating, two more like. vibrating things. And yes, and then on the other side, we we've known already since uh, was it last year already? I think at E3 when Microsoft announced that they yeah last year they announced they were working on a new console. Did they do that piece? They did the piece where all the developers were like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, 
It was like 10 minutes of just people working on that. They're like, wow, it's it's a console. Half of them people that they had recently bought out. I think <laughs> something like that's like, you want that money? You better sit here inside. That's right. Yes, sir. Say you love it. Um, so yeah, that is that was we're looking at. Next gen begins next year. Um, Nintendo that, defines its own generations. Yes. Yeah. Just like they define their own internet. Um, <laughs> so when they come out next year, it's going to be 2020, right? So it's right. it'll have been seven years for this console generation. Yep. Does it feel too long? No, that's the that's the sweet the sweet middle ground, right? Because there there was the PS3 360 that was ten years. Right. Uh, they were eight years. Eight years. Uh, for the, the the 360 came out in 2005, mm-hmm. and the Xbox One came out in 2013. Yeah. So it's eight years, okay. and then I think seven years for the PS3 or so. I love this bit because you can buy well as soon as the PS5 is announced, and you can you can buy it, then all the PS4 suddenly drop in price, and then someone like me who's never owned a PS4 can get one, and all the games that go with it that I've missed. So would you would you describe yourself as somebody who like tags behind the generation? Yeah, like I just I just like to you know the, the time filters out all the crud, doesn't it? Sure. So you, you then realise some things are not don't have as much um, importance as they they're stacked up at the time. Yeah. See, I, I do it. I do it the opposite. I'm also a late. I'm not an early adopter for consoles anymore. I, I had to move to PC when I moved to Europe because region locking across both of those consoles was a nightmare. Um, so I ended up starting to buy them a little later. Went into PC, um, and then in in the in the current console verse now, like there's not really a good reason if you have a decent PC to own an Xbox. So. Like I ended up getting the I, I, what I do is is I wait till there's a critical mass of stuff I want to play on a console, and then I pick it up. But I think I think this generation, and it's definitely something that we should talk about, is like this generation is is a time where that was like it worked out in my favor, but I could see it not because I, I picked up the PlayStation Four when the Pro came out, and I couldn't see myself if I had a really? PS. You didn't have one before. I didn't have one before. I waited. Wow. I waited until I think it was like the 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 pro was coming out and Persona was coming out. And Did I, I make like, fun well, of you for that before? Probably not. Weird. Well, not enough. I not enough. Yeah, I should have. Hey, and I might do the same thing with the next console, depending on depending on what's there. Like uh, like there needs to be enough games on that console for me to to go. So out and if buy there it. is a a Demon Souls yeah remake on day one, no, no, no. I would want to know what they're doing with it. I played Demon Souls. I love Demon Souls. It was it was great at the time for what it did. But they've put how funny is that? You're talking about Dark Souls and quality of life, but like they've put enough quality of life in that. Like Demon Souls, I think it was it might have been my first playthrough, could have been my second. But uh, I remember playing Demon Souls, and it's the same concept if you're playing any of the Souls games. Like you want to upgrade your weapons, you go to an NPC, you bring them the materials, and you say, "Hey, make this better." Except uh, in one level of Demon Souls, one of the blacksmiths is like in an area that's really kind of close proximity to monsters. And uh, once someone is hit, they are aggro forever. Like they hate you forever. So if you accidentally like hit somebody, going. if you accidentally hit somebody, well, it's worse. It's worse than that. If you accidentally hit somebody, um, they in that game they they don't do any services for you anymore, and they just always try to kill you until you kill them. And then they're just not there for that playthrough. Like, there's no reloading your save state because that game always saves forever and all that stuff. Um, what happened was there are explosive worms in that level. And one of them exploded my my blacksmith, so I just couldn't upgrade weapons. So like There was there was a lot of raw and Tim sexuality, what you just said. So just the, my, my exploding worm killed my blacksmith, couldn't upgrade. That was okay. I need, a, I need a prescription to be able to upgrade now. Okay, so what you're saying is that that Demon Souls remake would not be your killer. App. Demon Souls rough as fuck, man. Like people don't oh, remember this shit. Like, like it was, it was, it was great, and it had these great experiences. You know, you play it, you beat it. It had a lot of the stuff that you're seeing for the first time um, was was wonderful, and it defined that genre, which is it has become a genre now. But uh, like, the, I don't know, you guys ever hear about the world tendency thing in Demon Souls? No. So like, uh, if you die a lot in Demon Souls, the game gets harder. And if you don't die a lot, it stays kind of kind of easy. So like you beat a boss without dying, the the world stays light. Yeah, it's, it was really like this was back like Old Testament so it's, God. It's, it's playing like against a good player in Call of Duty was like, oh, the guy keeps killing me all the time, and now he gets a nuke as a, as yeah, a exactly yeah. Like he Since just I'm not fucked enough mercy. Already. So like paths in the levels would only open if uh, the the world was completely dark or completely light. Except if you were playing online, it would take an aggregate of everyone. 
So it would always be somewhere in the middle. So it would never happen. So you'd end up waiting for these events. They'd have like event days like, oh, it's Halloween. It's going to be completely dark. And then these paths would open and that's how you got your, your special gear or your special uh, weapons. So it, was, it put you on this weird schedule because immediately like you would have to either get good enough at this game to disconnect from the internet and just rock to keep those paths open or die a bunch to get the other stuff. And you just find yourself like jabbing up whole playthroughs or like really derailing yourself for a long time. At least that's my memory of it. So when they when they remake it, you know, I had the same problem with with Dark Souls remastered because they, they put that out and like by then people had figured out how to not level up and go get an amazing weapon so that they could invade low level people and just smurf all over them. I'm making this all sound really sexual, aren't I? Well, you know, can't help it. The souls gets into me like that. So yeah. So no, I don't think that's the game, but but still the 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 process for me is the same. Like I wait until there is enough games on there where I just need to play them and I can't uh I can't justify not having the console anymore. I don't think I could wait a whole generation. I think I've got a massive backlog as well. Like sure. I, I feel uh, also I, I really enjoy like the cinema of consoles anyway, like the, the that kind of cinematic um mm-hmm. tendency or tendency towards um the universal themes and, and things in the, in the exclusives and things that you yeah. don't get on PCs so much. And um, so, yeah, I, I definitely need to do that as well. So what are we thinking for next gen? Is it like, what is your, maybe we can go around and take a look. Like what is your, what you, what, what is on your wish list and then what you think will actually happen with that? So like if I was to say uh, backwards compatibility. Yeah. I mean, if, if you look at uh, just like a little bit of ex- excursion to the past. Yeah. So there was the Xbox One, you know, yeah. the original Xbox, which was the first, like, you know, important console generation, mm-hmm. right? What? So that was that. Uh, and then the Xbox 360, PS3, that was the, the, the jump to HD, right? So that was yeah. a that was a massive, tangible thing where even the, the most uh, graphics uninterested person would, would look uh, at, at, yes, I can see the difference. I can see that the in Perfect Dark Zero, this guy that's stuck in the wall looks so much better than than in last gen games, which I, th- I still I remember like that them putting out that one of the first screenshots the wall again. Everybody's like, "What are you doing, Microsoft?" Um, and then this this current generation, you know, it there was not such a clear theme. Obviously, everything is pushing more towards online, uh, as as we can see, and and services stuff. But you know, it, it was not this clear cut idea of hey, this is. Standard gen, uh, standard definition, and this is HD. You know that, that was like a huge thing. It was super obvious. So with that in mind, yeah, as, as Richard mentioned, what what do you think next gen is going to be about, and what what would what would person like to see? What would be your wish? Right. What next gen should be about? Right. And since I'm staring at you right now, yeah, let's 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 talk to Matt. Yeah. Well, I think like you say, it's been defined. It was defined previously by something concrete that they could do with the hardware to make a jump. Like you know, if you, if you. The HD thing, they, they did it because they knew that they could do that and they had to do that. Whereas now I think they're doing it because people expect a PS5 and like, and they, and they also because, yeah, okay, they, they, they can be improved in terms of like performance and stuff. And maybe that's the thing that people are expecting, but I don't know what else I would buy it for. I mean, there are, there are features that I think are becoming more global. I mean, but you're 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 100 right. Like an upgrade is due. Um, it's something that that I've kind of hinted at, but it really kind of makes me angry. If the whole point of a console is is an ease of use thing, it's to go out and buy a disc, put it in, or go out and buy a game, you put it in, you play it. With the minimal amount of fuss, you're not getting into that PC install upkeep, which has become easier over the years. But like, you don't have to worry about can my card run this? Uh, am I going to have issues? But like, like it's ps4 it might be base xbox as well i haven't heard as much for the x but uh it's like people will go out buy a game and it's like i'm hitting 10 frames in this game on my on my standard console so yeah i think the performance upgrade is is needed i would have really liked to see a little more uh, i mean i think it's on the console manufacturers at that point like sony's like all right we have this many million people using our console that can't play your game like fix this crap because people are spending money for it um but uh, but yeah, the performance thing is a thing. But there are like like I was saying, one of the one of the things um, before we get into into back compat, I think one of the big trends coming up is crossplay. So it's it's being able to play with with any console, uh, be that PC, Xbox, anything that runs that game, 
can play it. And I, I, the next big title to do that is coming out soon, right? Uh, actually, tomorrow, tomorrow. Assuming you're listening to this episode, the date comes out. And if you're not, what the fuck is wrong with Seriously, you? Seriously, get your priorities straight. Listen to this on the day that it came out. So yeah, t- tomorrow, uh, Modern Warfare, the new Call of Duty is coming out. And that is that is crossplay. Uh, Fortnite also crossplay across all that stuff? Uh, I think... But now it's across all the stuff and also cross progression. Yeah, which I mean, I, I'd like to, to see that as well. Like a little bit of once I buy this game, I can play it anywhere I'm at. When you say all, you yeah. don't mean all, though, do you? Because like, I would like to see that become standard. Yeah, uh, these the, in Fortnite now, or what, what, which is the all part? Well, I mean, like Call of Duty, for example, it will only be on the, the systems that can handle it. Well, well, sure, well, yeah, sure, yeah. I mean, like the Call of Duty Mobile is a different game, technically. Switch, right? Switch no. is not gonna. It's not even gonna come it's out. It's not that audience yeah. either, is it? Yeah. Well, they they put some shooters out on Switch. Nintendo always kind of flirts with that stuff, like Wolfenstein's out there, Doom's out there, you know. Um, but uh, but yeah, any, anything where you're any any platform you're putting your game out on with the same name, you know, they they should be able to play together. I think that would be the thing, for me. Yeah, that's actually, funnily enough, you know, everybody's looking at tech and stuff. My biggest wish for next gen is as a more or less standardized feature, not in the sense of like, you know, that's mandatory because that's hard to do, but like as as you know, it, it becomes something where everybody in the industry says, this is something I have to do because the customer expects it. I want to see cross-play and ideally as often as possible cross-progression because the thing is really that most third-party companies now, you know, they have their own Mm-hmm. Meta accounts mm-hmm. platform layer or something. Ubisoft has, has Uplay accounts. EA has Origin accounts. Bethesda has Bethesda Net accounts. Uh, Activision account. You know, like everybody has these account layers. So it would be fantastic if going forward, uh, you know, if yeah, let's say uh, Black Ops Five or whatever next year, um, I played on PC. You know, um, with with uh, with friends on consoles because it has crossplay. But it would also be great if then if you know if I go to a friend's place, we want to play some some split screen on on his PS5 or something. I can use my PC account because that that meta layer of what level are you, what weapons have you unlocked is stored somewhere in my Activision account. Yeah, that would be fantastic. It that sounds would be pretty m- straightforward, actually. That's the thing. Yeah, you think so? Obviously, for a long time, uh, notably one console company, especially, has been very much against that. <laughs> Thank you, Sony. Like Dave, Dave, uh, they got it out of beta. Okay. Yes. But you, yeah, you, you, uh, you are. You are. In theory, you would think you know it, it should be feasible because, for example, like if you look at Destiny, like all this stuff like that that's on your Bungie account. If if you open, if you pull up your Dim. your uh, um the 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 app, right? Yeah. You can look at all that stuff that's on there. Like what quests do I currently have? What's my quest progress? What weapons do I have? Change gear, all of that stuff. So that I think that would be a fantastic improvement that would really benefit people. Um, Why do you think Sony were so against it? Because they were leading in sales. Yeah. No, I mean, like exactly. that, that's a cynical way to look at it. But yeah, I mean, but it's also a true way to look at it. Could be. I mean, you're also you're also talking about the company that uh, that didn't have name changes. You know, they wouldn't let you change your account name forever. And then they were like, "Well, why why can't you do that?" And it's like, "Well, you do that, it breaks everything." And then they they so they finally put that in. I think it was this year as well, right? With name changes. And then like the. Uh, was name changes this year? Yes, like with all the with all the things that came alongside it. Yeah, all the like, hey, this may not work in all games, and you may lose progress in yeah. some games and other things that you bought in the past may not work anymore or right. something because you know, it was yeah. So like stuff was tied specifically to your handle. So I mean, Sony Sony's got some really old ways of doing certain things, and I mean, uh, you can dig a little deep into that and see like. I, I, when I when I first got my PlayStation, I was wondering why I have my console hooked up to the same router, but I'm downloading at half the speed. You know, and it was like, well, their data servers are in certain areas, you know, and they're, they're, they're. Do you say router or router? I say router, but. But do uh, you say route 66 or route 66? But I say route 66. Wow, that's hypocrisy. What about when, what about when, um, in a, in a, in a war, pitch battle, is it rooted or routed troops? Routed. Because that sounds British and I imagine all, uh, all military commands should sound British. I wish I could have called from the orcs. I wish I could have called more people lieutenant. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So I mean like that's the thing. Like Sony's a little old about that. So I mean if you wanna if you want to look at that from and a still non-cycle. Also right? youthful compared to Nintendo, of course. You know, I that's mean, that's the division, the tiers of online savviness. Yeah, but they also, you know, they're commercials, man. 
Sony's oh commercials? Sony's commercials. That, that lady just sitting on the toilet? With a crying doll. <laughs> it was PS, early PS3, right, I think? Yeah, those PS3 commercials are a yeah, trip. The, yeah, the early trip in, yeah. So, so yeah, like, but, but I, I would agree with Marcel. Like, I would want to see this standardized. I think more games nowadays, at least most of your big ones are not... They're, they're, we're, we're on that teetering point from, from your huge selling games being these big single-player experiences to being large multiplayer romps and, you know, maintaining that community across everything. The thing I'm really interested in, right, to go back to the, like, the performance or stroke technology thing, mm-hmm. is, right, so basically what we described with the, like, cross-play and things, it makes it sound like everybody's just on, like, mini PCs mm-hmm. playing games, mm-hmm. uh, and it doesn't really matter what le- name is on the, the cover of those boxes, especially with like, the cross-play thing. So it kind of waters down that kind of brand thing. Maybe that's also something to do with like the resistance to it. Maybe, maybe not. Um, but I also get the feeling like with consoles, there is some secret magic going on in the graphics department. Like, cause they make those special, um, like cards. It, it, basically everything's custom, isn't it? And, and like under the hood. And I'm quite interested in what that means and like, why can they, how are they able to do that? Is it a bigger outlay and they expect to get it back in revenue from, from sales? Like the, the efforts that go into building these yeah. things. Well, I mean, like, like you're you're right in a lot of ways. I think I think uh, in in terms of specs, we're we're now getting into a place where it is a little less custom, if anything, right? Like people are naming the, uh, like people will know a chip manufacturer when you say it. You'd be like, oh, okay, these guys are specializing this and they're good at that. Um, and people are super savvy about that these days. Yeah. Like like there's there's online databases where like companies you know register new ship, chips or something to get like government approvals or you know all certifications all that stuff and people go through them and be like hey there's this chip from from amd and that has like a certain product number or something i think this could be like a next-gen console or something like people like there's some proper detective work going on there like i'm always impressed that when people find out the weirdest shit and then actually especially when it comes true people are like hey remember like two years ago when we said this number could be probably the next amd chip so we've torn to open a console and yes it was so that, that's yeah. kind of crazy shit right but the here. cost of development and also of the actual parts yeah to me strikes me that it ex- generally exceeds the cost that the user pays for the console it, it varies like yeah. um obviously like in the past consoles always followed the the gillette model of like the shaver is free or like is it, fairly cheap and mm-hmm. then the actual blades uh, the razor blades are the more expensive stuff Controllers. You have to use them, yeah. Um, it depends these days. I think uh, Nintendo famously refuses usually to sell consoles at a loss. Right. I think like I think the last time they did that for a while probably was when they dramatically reduced the price of the 3DS fairly quickly because mm. it was not selling at all. But usually I think Nintendo tries to avoid that. Um, I think these days most companies try to in the past. like It, it was way more aggressive. Uh, with with the pricing because you know like uh, any, any every sold game there's like a certain percentage of that that goes to the console manufacturer, uh, be it digital or physical. So you know you try to recoup some of that loss that way. I mean Microsoft was was pretty upfront about it right for a while. Like we're not expecting to make money with the yeah, Xbox yeah. division for years. You know we're selling these consoles at a loss and we're going to make it up in software. Yeah, but that that is really you know, also for me the, the question like what next gen is going to be about yeah. um, from different brands and what Matt just brought up. So with with Sony, obviously, you know, um, they 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 are celebrated for the single player outputs. Um, if you're cynical, you may say they are they are famous for that one game they make in in a lot of different clothings. You know, like the the, the sad emotional third person over the shoulder thing that they do a variety of. Um, what I find interesting, it doesn't come up uh, up as often in conversation because you know. Um, Maybe the core kind of gamers that discuss these things hate hate that kind of game, but where Sony has really failed this generation has been to establish any kind of game as a service or multiplayer title. Like they they frequently they've shut down games uh, fairly soon, or you know um, maybe they just let them run. But like there has never been a big a big hit there. Like for for Sony, it's been all about the single player stuff that they're doing really really well. Like their their studios are world class. You know, winning tons of awards, winning, uh, getting high critical praise, uh, selling a lot of copies, but Sony has, has so far failed to make any inroads. I feel into that that multiplayer shared world games as service, call it what you want, kind of market, right? Well, they they, they got bullied into it a little bit with uh, with the what was the the Nintendo Xbox campaign where they were like they were like letting you. 
Who's that? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm skipping out on the game, but it was like a it was like a, a series of like um, like tweets that were kind of digging on on crossplay, and it might have been Fortnite, was it? It was, yeah, Fortnite was was yeah. the big one. No, I'm like I'm talking like that that Sony themselves like they have failed to establish any such game as as a publishing organization as game developers, right? So what would like compared to what? I'm saying like like Sony uh, super successful single player stuff. Yeah, they haven't been able to to create a successful yeah. Yeah, multiplayer yeah. or games in service shared world whatever you want to call it this kind of game. Yeah. Have they tried? Allegedly, yes. Um, there was what you call Project. Dark Sides from Sony Santa Monica, which was cancelled. Never saw the light of day. Uh, I think allegedly uh, it was cancelled after they spent like eighty million or so on it. Uh, like there was some leaked stuff. They kind of looked, a little, you know, like a little bit Destiny-ish. So um, maybe a bit more horror, um, sci-fi stuff. I think uh, I believe Stig Asmussen was the project lead on mm. that. Like the guy from from one of the later God of Wars, who now went on and is very soon releasing Jedi Fallen Order. Huh. So at least for him it worked out. Yeah. But yeah, like that, I think that was the last time that my, Sony really tried something like that. But I mean, they, they also, like, look and at their Drive studio. Club, of course, was quickly shut down. Yeah. Fairly, within, like, the same gen. <laughs> within, yeah. But I mean, think about, look at look at the the uh, studios that they're kind of purchasing. You can tell a lot about that, right? There's not a ton of multiplayer houses that they're they're trying to pick up. And I think they they are probably still looking at, you know... Like, look how much God of War sold. You know, look how much these single-player games are selling. Like, they're going to keep being those cornerstone pieces, and they're, they're not quite that, ready. That, to that is always that. something that I find hilarious when that comes up in conversations. Yeah. Um, you know, whenever whenever somebody says, look how much God of War sold or Spider-Man, then yeah. some some clever person on Twitter will be like, ha, huh, in your face, EA, look how much like how much money this game makes. They think to yourself, yes, it does make a lot of money. Um could a multiplayer game have made if you know if if they play the cards right a lot more than that a much higher return investment because yes these games sell a lot but I also have a feeling that a game like God of War is probably not cheap to make probably not so, cheap you know, to make so that and is then, also the other thing you have but to but I mean for them I think that's that's probably you, you you could probably infer from that that they are comfortable more more comfortable dealing with that and they, they see multiplayer adventures as a little more hit or miss a little more high risk and if there's one thing that that Sony doesn't seem to be it is into risk, just just from just from what I'm dealing like uh, like when I'm when I'm uh, seeing the kind of stuff they're putting out or how they talk about certain things like they they are into sure shots and putting money behind those sure shots and they they always seem a little late on the uptake for for turning that ship around. So, so I mean, so in terms of like next gen yeah. and, the, and and like the the single player thing, yeah, um, it's. Exclusives, I guess, are the other thing that you are thinking about when hmm. you're thinking about the definition of the console. And, exactly. And yeah. maybe that's just they think well, we're just going to keep doing this because producing single player games that are, are good because stuff. we know it's worked and people still want that and mm-hmm. um, it's reliable and also like for for audiences, I think it's something it's still something different to to have that option and to define yourself in that way i guess i can see why they would do that it's like you you are saying this is what we're about as a as a a console and um and that sense of identity is being lost because of what we're talking about like uh like the 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 hardware isn't that different from each other all those kind of things like you have to have something that they almost don't want it to be right because you also want to attract those third party Developers, you know the people that you don't own. You want you want to have them putting stuff out. You want to have Jedi Fallen Order on your console. And if your architecture is too different, you know you risk the 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 developer not developing for that. Which is really something that the PlayStation Three suffered from early Absolutely. on because they went super customized with a cell processor. Yeah, and then like even internal teams struggled. And frequently for a long time, the, the narration was that in raw, you know, possible output uh, the ps3 is more powerful but a ton of third-party games were running much better on on 360 because 360 was much closer to pc you know it was easier to port to developers had a better idea microsoft did a better job supporting developers had better tools look at oblivion yeah Yeah. or uh i think bayonetta on ps3 is famously horrible yeah but yeah, like all the Bethesda games, also yeah. like had, were really struggling on, on, on the PS3. I mean, you're so. right. Like it is, it is, it so is that's the still... downside of having a really custom thing. Sure, sure. And I, like I guess their architecture is a little messed up too. But I mean, 
the the exclusivity thing is is a big deal to Sony. I, I would almost say it's a little less to to Microsoft. Maybe as a brand, they're into that sort of thing, but they are very big on on play it also on PC if you want. Like uh, like we famously struggle to think of games that only come out on on Xbox consoles. Just name five. Can't name five. It's impossible. So. But but Sony's like still you know and that that's that's what makes the Fortnite thing so interesting uh, with the it, yeah we finally got crossplay out of beta we've been internally testing it when before it was just like you know hey play plays best on PS4 right play it, it what was the the official slogan like plays best on right yeah like, I think plays best like your forty players yeah with with the implicit of like fuck your friends and other consoles yeah yeah and they still do that I mean we we. Uh, I'm trying to think of another example, but like, look at um, yeah. So Destiny would be a good example. They had console uh, console exclusives inside the game, so it's like okay, we can't get Destiny to be exclusive to our console, but we can get this mission, this uh, armor type, and this weapon. And they'll do the same thing with uh, Call of Duty coming out tomorrow. Uh, it's it's we have what is it one or two exclusive modes? Like no. it's one mode. It's one the mode, yeah. uh, survival mode. Yeah, in in within the Spec Ops mode. So they have an exclusive. Mode in this game locked down for like a fucking year, which is ridiculous because by then the yeah, next, the next Call of Duty's Duty's out, out. so it's like you might as well like people be moving on. But but so they're 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 very big into that exclusive stuff where it seems like Microsoft is kind of embraced more. Like hey, you don't need to buy an Xbox; you can buy it on buy it on Windows. I don't care. Like get get just get my Game Pass. You know, so they 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 seem in terms of looking for next generation. You know, like looking at who's going to be a trendsetter, who's going to try this stuff out first. And it's always seemed to me. That it is, it is Microsoft gonna 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 try some weird shit. Yeah, like I, mean, I think you can like in that sense, Sony still seems like the old-fashioned console company yeah. that wants to sell boxes and wants to sell exclusives. And with Microsoft, you can really see now that Xbox is just one part of their overall ambitions as a software as a service company. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like buy our so use our services on what platform? I don't give a fuck. I know yeah. which one I prefer. And uh, it's not because I've been a PS4 fanboy or you Sony pony. Whatever. I don't. I don't. Haven't owned a, a Sony device yeah. for a long time. Um, I should add. But basically, I like the idea because, like, every, they don't have an operating system that they can turn to. Like, isn't there's no on every basically in every building in the whole world mm-hmm. uh, that that has technology in it. There's there's something Microsoft related. So yeah. it's important that there's like some other angle. On sure. the whole thing, and I, I, I like that, even if it has its flaws. I get it. No, I mean, I, I, I don't have an Xbox. I have a PS4. You know, some of that's for the, some of that's for the, um, the, the PC thing because that makes it easier when you have a decent PC. But a lot of that is like there are games that are going to be on a PlayStation console that I will not be able to get elsewhere. You know, I mean, they just, just announce. When did they say they said Persona is coming to PC? And then we don't know when, and that's that's it's it's Japanese games, right? And they are famously they're trying to get better in PC. Like Capcom's trying to get better with PC. Like they put out uh, Resident Evil Two, did really well on PC. At the same time, um, Monster Hunter is five six months behind for updates. So it's like while Japan is is it almost seems like they're getting way more into mobile or portable stuff. Sure. You know, so so like they 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 fall by the wayside, but I'm not going to be able to get a lot of JRPGs or or a lot of the the games that that I want to play um, anywhere else. You know, so exclusivity does sell consoles, but I, I still think that for for your major multiplayer stuff, I want to see more um, more crossplay, more more integrated stuff there. And Sony's just going to kind of get skull dragged there until they figure it out. Like that's that's the Fortnite thing all over. What about uh, backwards compatibility, gentlemen? How important is that to you? Silence. It, it's it's, I, one, of, it's yeah. one of those things. Uh, go ahead, Matt. I just don't think it's going to... I just don't think they're going to do it. In, in. So, so Sony said they're going to do it, right? Uh, there's rumors. Uh, there's rumors I mean, saying that. I think, like, I think it's more or less confirmed for the PS4 games. Um, I think the rumor is whether older PlayStation generations will also be playable or not. They want to sell them PS4, again. PS4, I think that sh- that should be a given. If not, then that's going to be a problem. I mean, this is was the thing like like PS PS3 was back compat with PS1 games and not two games, right? Or like um, some. I can't remember. It could be. 
Yeah, something like that, I think. And then Xbox, I, I, I'm not even sure what they're... Because I know they, they opened it up and they kept adding to the list of like backwards compatibility games, but I think, Matt, you hit the nail on the head, right? Like They want to they wanna sell you those games again, right? Yeah. So are we still going to have the remaster, remake kind of culture? Or is it is back compat a actual selling point? Like, is that something that you look for when you're buying it? I mean, I, I would really like. I mean, I, I think I would probably buy a PS5 if, if I knew that it would be back compatible with PS4, for example. Sure. Like, if that was a cert, then I would I would buy it because I haven't got a PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, and to go further back than that, yeah, rolling back the years of, of Sony, that would be amazing. But I don't. I just don't think it will happen. I think that they'll. Think now we can we can spin off uh, all the all those old games still. Yeah, I don't think they'll go back further. I mean, I think you selling... can still a sell a remake. You know, like to the quality that they make them something like uh, like Shadow of the Colossus or so with all completely new graphics. Yeah. I think you could still sell that even if people can play the old thing, right? Yeah, but you're, you're not because, like, for example, on PC remakes still sell even though people can in theory play the original game on their PC still. Sure, I think I think it gets your new audience in, but you're still you're still at risk for cannibalizing some of your audience who just says, you know, I don't need the new graphics. I mean, you have to put a lot more work into your remake instead of just saying, yeah, we updated the graphics, but, you know, hey, between us, it's the only way you're going to be able to play this fucking game. Also, so, with PlayStation, there's only room for one, or like Xbox, there's only room for one box under the TV at any one time. So. You don't have the, the real estate for multiple well, consoles? Well, no, I'm just I'm saying, you know, in general, a lot of people have that thing. They want just the one thing. Like, why can't it just be on the one box? And if, if, if um, like, as you say on the PC, it's not a problem because you can play those old games still. You can't do that on the PS4 unless you buy them again, right? In most cases, no. No, they, yeah, they have the PS Now thing, right? Like that does older. They they were selling old games on that for for a while, but yeah, um, I can I can see that as well. I, if anybody's going to do it, I think uh, I think Sony will probably maybe maybe do that last gen. But then again, you know, it's hard to see. But I, I agree that would be a thing for me. Like like in order to get a console earlier. Like, it's like knowing that I can just keep playing my existing library. It, it does it for me, for you. I mean, for you don't have a PlayStation, so it's like that might be the thing. Um, for Nintendo, they're never going to do it because I didn't have a Wii, so I'm, I've lost all those games. To and, al- and also, of course, for Nintendo, like, it really seems like, you know, they have a fan base that is, which I always find ridiculous. Like, when I always see online people begging, like, hey, port this game and port this. Like, essentially, they, they want every game that Nintendo has ever made to be released again. Mm-hmm. And Nintendo is selling that, you know, like, those at 50, 60 bucks sure. a pop. So that's kind of crazy to me. I fall into that as well because, like, I didn't have a Wii or Wii U. Like, I've played those games. I've I've, I've had parts where I've had access to Wii games for a little bit, but, like, I missed out on a lot of stuff there. So, you know, like, uh, anybody who's played Banana Blitz is like, oh, that was a bad one. I'm like, shit, I didn't have a Wii, man. Port that shit, you know? Give me give me my, where's my Wii Golf? Where's my where's my Wii Sports, you know? Wii where's, Fit. Yeah, exactly. Where's my Wii Fit? You know, I want to bowl. Huh. Like, you'd, you'd think that would be a slam dunk, because there was, a, especially for Wii U games, like, you look at a console that didn't sell... And like it had some had some interesting titles on there, or interesting ways of doing things. I mean, it's another example. Like it's a bit like what I was saying about the how the generation thing itself is now artificial, almost. Mm-hmm. You know about when the in, uh, intervals are. It's the same with um, that whole backwards compatibility thing, because yeah. at one point there was a physical reason why you couldn't get the games anymore, because mm-hmm. it used to be in a in a um, cartridge or whatever, uh, or even a CD-ROM to DVD or Blu-ray or whatever. That difference there's a gap, and now there's no reason yeah. not to do it. They can they can easily do it. Like there's no reason not to. But it's it's just a money thing, isn't it? Well, that that is my greatest lost feature. I wish that I could still take like Symphony of the Night, put it in my CD player, and Alucard would be like, "Yo, this goes in a PC or this goes in a PSX." But oh. uh, yeah, like Alucard would say, like this is a PlayStation game, so like put it in a PlayStation. But since you're here. I'm just going to play the soundtrack for you. <laughs> That's way cool of Alucard. Yeah, Alucard's a stand-up dude. Um, how about... Did you know he's related to Dracula? I I just don't see it. I mean, that seems a little backwards to me. But, um... <laughs> ah, cleverly played. Yeah. Like so, uh... While we're on the topic of... of Alucard. Alucard and stuff being backwards. But, um... How about the pro version? Like, the the high level skews mm-hmm. how do you see that playing out cuz like i think there's a couple of scenarios do you do you ever see them releasing two skews at once 
so there was a rumor that Microsoft would be looking to do that. Yeah. Those have, I think, now cooled off a little bit. It's also and the it, Steam it Link ruler, like right? Or the there Steam would, console. There would just be uh, one Scarlet console or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like Microsoft did before, right? With the with the Xbox 360. If you remember that, there was the, the Pro model. Yeah. And there was the basic model. I can remember that the Pro model had a wireless controller or something. Right. And uh, a, a hard drive, most importantly, most of all. Uh, so, you know, it, it has happened before. I'm but never, sure. never at the jump. Never at the start. Yes, with the 360, yes. When the 360 first came out, there was just one version of the 360. No. Yes. No, there was one for 299, one for 399. I swear to God. Oh, okay. Should I look this up? Okay. Yeah, look it up. Should I look this up? Look it up. Because I, th- I thought... But they also did that... Um, humiliate you in the eyes of God and the ears of the <laughs> listeners. Did they Did they do that? They did that as well where they released like that, that base, like no drive. Uh, the, the Xbox One S, right? And then they also yeah. did their Xbox Nice One, right? So they've, they've done that a, a bit, but uh, I didn't... So, yeah, yeah, it wasn't like the Pro came with a wireless and then like a headset or something. But that's but they were the same console, right? It was it just accessories? You find that uh, out. I'm going to talk about I think largely, it. yes. I, I, think, I think it goes back to what you were saying, Richard, about, um, about how uh, performance has been a problem. Yeah. Like, I think it's interesting to, that they can, would continue to muddy the water, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just have different versions of the same thing because it's just... You know it's not going to perform as well on the other one, so then you're forced into buying the the more expensive one somehow. Like it's an aspiration, right? Yeah. So maybe people can't afford it, but um, so somehow I just I crave those simpler days when it's just one thing. Right? Maybe maybe it could be modular. I don't know if there's any like room for like that. Modular. Was going to be my next question. Yeah. Is like is like do you think they're going to get into to modular expansions or are they just uh... wait? Did you just say you crave the simpler days, but you want modular, which is the exact opposite well, of simple? Uh, well, I don't know whether it. Yeah. Well, uh, I suppose it, you're right. no, you are right. It's, I can see that. Like you I want mean, like you... with the current thing, you did you have two different right? Like you have the the baseline mm-hmm. and you have the pro or X or whatever modules. Right. So that is still. You know, fairly easy to digest. For You're like, buying like, a new console. Once you really console. get into like modular stuff, for like, I want to upgrade yeah. my CPU, but not my GPU. I think that then it gets really. Yeah, you're right. It um, could be, but I'm saying like, like when you want a pro, you're buying a new console. You're not buying an upgrade to that console at a reduced price. And I think that's what people are looking to do. Is like, I want to be able to uh, not have crap performance on my PlayStation, but I don't want to have to go out and buy a four hundred, five hundred dollar unit. Three years into the console life cycle, four years in, halfway through. So I mean, because you're essentially splitting gens up into two now. So the in, that was that was the interesting thing is like it was like one of those gens lasting eight years. It was eight years with the same console. It wasn't eight years and then a break to introduce better consoles or more streamlined consoles. It was just solid. I have this thing. It's gonna last. Maybe it's just like one tray that you exchange for another tray. This is you know, a Star. Like some, this is like some I mean? Star Trek. Like pull it out, Wesley. Exactly. Do you have an update for me? I would like to introduce a new segment to the show. It's the Richard's Humiliation Hour. Oh, okay. Bring it on. At its launch, the Xbox 360 was available in two retail configurations. The Xbox 360 package, unofficially known as a 20 gig pro or premium, priced at US $399, and the Xbox 360 core, priced at US $299. Yeah, the difference was it had a modular hard drive, so it was the same console, making you, at best, Furic Victory. You've lost most of your units. You're struggling on the battlefield. All they did... So the, the 360, the hard drive for the 360 just clipped into the top of it. So they sold uh, they sold the console without any fucking memory. It had like a little bit of internal... And you could also buy memory cards still. You could buy memory cards. You buy yes. memory cards. But if you wanted any kind of storage or any of the... Uh, the I, think, I think after a while they started to get to where it's like this is going to run... Like they would have warnings in games. Like this is going to run a lot better with a hard drive clipped on top, right? I think yeah, you could like do do optional installs for some things. So again, speed up or so. like what I'm asking. All right, just in case this is a confusing question that threw you down a Google rabbit hole. Two is, different consoles. Sorry, it's not. It's not. Absolutely is. If you can clip something into your PlayStation to make it a PlayStation Pro, it is not a different console. That is a modular upgrade. Especially if it's storage. I have to say, if it's storage, then for me that's that's no different. That's just like. It's just like having a memory card or something, isn't it? But you got to give it to him in the sense that, like, um, like with that large amount of storage, he's right. Like, there were games that were like, if you have this, we're going to install certain parts of this game. It's going to run faster. It's going to okay. be, it's going to be slightly better yeah. performance. Yeah. But Marcel redeemed yeah. yet I don't, again. This is no, no, absurd. Don't ruin the redemption. Put the of blinders on. Preposterous. 
right. So, but um, yeah. So do you, do you see that? Means, so we've already had a kind of a kind of modular thing. Like, do you think that? No, I don't see that happening. You don't but see that I have happening. two last questions for you guys. Two last questions. One, go. Are we hyped for ray tracing? Which both of them are set to be supporting at Wait the hardware level. Did you say are we hyped for ridge racing? <laughs> nice cast. Nice. Ridge racer. No, I said ray tracing. Oh, like like you know. Who's ray, who's ray tracing here? Yeah, like tracing. I I, tracing. I haven't met Mister Tracing. Um, this sure ray he, guy. This ray. He seems cool. I I will find out. I'm I'm currently. Um, knee deep in PC part picking so hopefully I will be able to experience ray tracing in the near future to see if it is like like how people describe it like the end of fucking Raiders of the Lost Ark where people are looking into the light and their face is melting we'll see who was describing it like that? you no I didn't say that <laughs> it was you this was specifically not no me. I gotta no. go back and play Quake it's got ray tracing on it now it's great <laughs> It does. It, it is a markedly difference. If you look at it like the light and everything, it looks markedly different and better. All right. I'll, I'll find out soon. I will also, it's free. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm not opposed. Like I said, I, I just got to shave maybe 100 off of my, my current build, and then I'm good to go. Yeah, you should also shave your beard off. Never. While you're at that. Impossible. Anyways, um, so Richard, largely undecided, Matt, no opinion on ray tracing. No, I, I don't know the, the chap. Okay. And the other question is, uh, allegedly, uh, based on what I've said so far, at least for the first couple of years, Microsoft will have at least their own games. But, you know, depending on what rumor you hear, also uh, a demand that games that run on Xbox Scarlet also run on the Xbox One. Wow. How do we feel about that? Because that feels like it really takes a little bit weighty excitement of, you know, like in the past it was like, like if you look at um, Halo Halo 5 to, to Halo 3, you know, mm-hmm. like the first one on each console, like it's a huge, it's a huge visual upgrade at 60 FPS as opposed to 30 before, you know, it was like, this is next gen Halo. Do you think stuff can still have the same impact if it's also still required to run on you know, like considering how old the the, in, the 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 organs of the console are, like almost ten year old hardware. It'll be lessened for sure. I think. I think the danger for them is getting into which which generation had this. It, I remember the game Gun. You ever played Gun? The Western from NeverSoft. Yeah, um, I played that one three. And it was it was one of these groups of like generation straddling games that came out. You know, it was like for Xbox and three sixty. You know, yeah. and the differences just weren't as as stark it wasn't when you when you're launching a console and i think i think especially in the console world this is their this is the super bowl of marketing right i think back then also a lot of games like really really struggled with that jump to hd like remembering back a ton of early 360 cross gen like you know cross gen or like early multiplayer games were really really rough i I think like the first game i remember from then that i thought this looks next genny to me was uh, Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter. Some of them that had it. Chinese. Some of them had it. Like, like Perfect Dark was a, not a great game, but it looked. And uh, the, the frames, of, yeah. Everything was super bump mappy. So bump mapped. But I think I think you risk that. I think, I think like I said, the, the, the new console generation, when that launches, it is, it is the Super Bowl of marketing in terms of video games. I don't think anything gets quite the same amount of push. It's big stakes, so you need something that is jaw dropping. You need something where people say, "Bah, my PS4 can't do that." What did you just say? "Bah, my PS4 can't do that." They need to say, "Can I have this as ringtone?" "My PS4 can't do." I can do this all day. Um, so, so they need, yeah, they need something that that gobsmacks them. And I think by requiring that, especially from third parties, you who who are learning this stuff, you risk that. I think uh, the only possible thing is if they did something multiplayer, like you were talking about the the Sony uh, absence of a big Sony multiplayer thing. Then obviously the graphics requirements for that are lowered, aren't they? Like or like. But see, even there it's like, like for well. example, like yeah. uh, Destiny was cross cross the first Destiny was cross gen, and they there they really were very keen to have it uh, for for competitive multiplayer to have parity because they said like if if these guys have sixty FPS, that's an advantage. Um, if these guys, for example, have better shadows or so, because I remember oh, the um, shadows. It's a thing. Like, I, I remember, it, yeah. like for example, when I played um, Mac Warrior Four on PC, 
um, like no matter what you set your your graphics to, you always wanted high shadows because like oftentimes in the distance before like the actual enemy mech was rendered, you would see the shadow on the ground. You're like, yep, there's somebody coming right here, and then like uh, ten seconds later, like, yeah, there he is. So. Um, yeah, so you know, that that again, like as soon as it gets competitive, like people are really, really serious um, about these things. The war starts again. What war? It's judgment Day, the console wars. <laughs> yeah. Take. To are you going to be a pony again? Get to your game. I was never a pony. How dare you? Get to your get to your game facts. And so you, you just admitted to being a pony. No, I said I was never a pony. You said you had a PS4. You have a PS4. Yeah. Do you have an Xbox? I have Xbox games. Do you have a current Xbox generation yeah, console? I do. I, I click. There's an Xbox button on my on my desktop. It says Xbox. I lost my old account. So you are a pony. How dare you? Uh, honestly, you know, it's it's kind of the, the whole thing for, for me personally. I, I've, as you know, I've been a stout supporter of the Xbox in the past. A what supporter? An avid supporter okay. of the uh, Xbox. I think you're uh, taking our earlier, our earlier uh, over Britification of things too far. But uh, you know, if if I if so, if I had to make up my mind right now, I'd probably say yeah, I'll I'll get a PS5 because you know again I have a PC where all these Xbox games are going to run. Yeah. There's also now Xbox Game Pass for PC in in parentheses a beta, so mm. you know it's a, that, that also is there. So really. Um, it's kind of weird. Like I absolutely see where Microsoft is coming from. I think it makes sense for their, you know, the comp- kind of company that they are with the services push. But it still feels kind of weird, you know, that that a, a new console is coming out from a console brand you always liked, and you you like have to justify it to yourself why you should be excited for that. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I can't think of a good reason beyond maybe like unhealthy attachment to to a guy in a green armor. When's that stopped um, you before? God knows. So yeah. So yeah, we should have we should have one question left. Matt's question, question for the week. Beautiful. I like it. It's good. Um, I just want to just take technology off the table for a second. Imagine yourself on Madness. a desert island. Mm-hmm. Your uh, crabs nibbling your toes. Mm. Ooh. Uh, sound, uh, fish, Marcel. Oh god. Um, it's a horror game. And you've got a stick and some sand and a few pebbles. Okay. What game do you recreate to pass your pass the time with yourself on the desert island? Uh, uh, from you know, you know trad games. Uh, Tetris with crabs. I mean, so I have I have sand. Yeah, I have a stick and I have crabs. Yeah, it's got to be a real time strategy game. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna be like, like it's, it'll be like Warcraft. The crabs will be the peons. Like if you hit them with a sticky, like, more work, job done, job's done. Sort of like whack a mole sort of thing, or like as they come through. Yeah, it's just to to to, to to yeah to yeah. drive. I mean, you can also build like fortifications out of the sand, right? So you can. It feels like it would have to be a, a real time strategy game. I mean, there there is a tradition. Uh, hopefully, real time. If they're really really slow, maybe it, it, it's crap. It's a crap over, time strategy. It bleeds game. over into into turn based. Yeah, like if they take the sweet time moving somewhere to craps, but it has to be strategy. I feel like man, what else are they gonna do with these guys? So I think I think in the tradition of any time people are asked to emulate their own game or make their own game with any kind of creative software even if that software is sand and stick uh people always create one one from from super mario so i think with enough ingenuity i can make one one i mean you know because crabs it'd be pretty easy for crabs to do a side scroller right yes you know so what would, what would yours be man um i probably play cricket i think <laughs> with the crabs oh no yeah, yeah. sorry crabs well, oh, no, the, cri- the, crab, the, the, the crab has scored three wit- wickets. Oh, blimey. The, the crab has the same understanding of cricket rules that I do. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so they don't fun. need to know much. It's um, wonderful. Yeah. It, it probably it's like, a, a, like if it was a crab somewhere from, I don't know, like Jamaica or something, it would know way more about cricket than both of us together. Could be. Exactly. Yeah. Like it, it would like show us up in that sport. People can, send, sport. people can send us their idea for a stick and sand game. Sure, they can. They're free to. Where do they? Where it's do they free send country? to? At projectilelunchcast at gmail.com. And I wanted to give a quick shout out to Yuda. I hope I'm saying that right. Oida. Oida. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Oida. Yuda. Oida. Oida sent us a very very nice email uh, encouraging us. Mostly me. Um, I'm, that's why I didn't share it with you guys. Uh, 
So thank you for that. Uh, Encourage us to make to make T-shirts with with family-friendly slogans like "It's a grass type, you dumb bitch." I'd wear that. Yeah, yeah, I would wear that too. We'll like with, to... with, I can't remember what Pokemon it was. It was a grass type. That's all I remember. If we get around to making those shirts, he gets one. He gets one sent to him. So thank you for that. Uh, anybody else? Uh, we do actually check the email. Um, so so send it in. Send in your questions. I'll tell you what. I'll make a promise right now. Okay. Anybody listening right now sends a question to projectilelunchcast at gmail.com. I will read that fucking question to this group and we will discuss it. As long as, as it's safe for work? Even as long if it's, it's not. <laughs> I'll, I'll decide. I might, yeah, I might, I might get a little, I might, I might uh, get a little risky with it. But you write a question to that email. Risky we'll read it here. We'll talk about it. We'll make it a, we'll make it a segment. All you got to do is write to us there. There, there's my email plug. And what's your Twitter plug for this week? Uh, on Twitter, you can follow me at Octuple Shock HD Rumble. Uh, we are we are coming out with the newest the newest in Rumble technology. So hit me up there. Okay, Matt at Goat Flip on Twitter. Still yeah. still flipping them goats. Yeah. Well, you can as always uh, find me on Twitter at com underscore Raven. Um, you can shout at me if if I again shit on like some really crappy looking old games <laughs> as has re- has happened recently. So you can that. Um, uh, yeah. So it was as usual a pleasure and delight. Thank you very much for being here, gentlemen. Thank you, dear listeners, and we look forward to being listened again to by you next week Thursday. Um, what what cool games are coming out next week? Uh, I can't remember uh, one right now. Uh, Todd Howard. Yeah, obviously, uh, I want to say Todd Howard is my personal killer app for next gen. Todd Howard's a modular upgrade at best. <laughs> we be old school. Yeah, old school. We be old school. Yeah, old school. Got me some roses and a little bling. I knocked on her door, she said, What you waiting for? I heard you was looking for a king. Big